Okay, recording. Hey, how Hello everyone, welcome back We're to back. Today's Dragcast. We're back! We're back! We're back! My throat's still fucked a little bit, but... I'm... Nothing compared to what it was. Yeah, much much better compared to what I was. Still need to be sucking down on a cough drop so that I'm okay while I'm talking, but that's that's about as far as that goes. He'll live. Compared to how you were before when it was literally just like yeah. coughing yeah. every other sentence... Yeah, yeah, that was not fun to edit. That was not fun while editing. No, I was watching. I was watching. I was like, edit. And he's just like, it's so horrible. I'm like, no, you could do it. I, I'm just sitting there, like, cheerleading along. You could do it. Yeah. I would do it if I yeah. knew how, but I'm stupid. All I know is how to be charismatic. It was a push to edit. I, okay, I'm going to admit, I edited a lot of that on Monday. Like, a lot of it on Monday. Most of it, he was out of it, and it wasn't until the very last day I was like, you gotta do this, and he's like, no, I gotta do this, and he hunkered down and just... But I was finally able to crack down and actually get to it, and it was good. Mm -hmm. And it was up, and y'all, I don't know if y'all listen, I don't have the analytics for this uh, shit. Some people listened, I think. Oh, great, some people. <laughs> well, we appreciate you some people. Yeah. I would appreciate lots of people, but I'll take the some. Anyway, we're gonna proceed with this double episode. Still trying to get it to the length of a normal episode, though, because it would be way too long. Yes, this is a science fiction double feature. Pretty much. I guess we'll see Hosoteratoma build a creature. Yeah, anyway, let's go. Anyways, let's go. We start with the opening. It's this funny little advert for Swamp Thulin, Jack Morta's, like, hairstyling monster place that the barbers are all, like, in various states of undress you know, in lingerie and stuff. And I have to say, the thumbnail is just great for this episode because it is just the funniest monster. Yes, welcome to the Boulet Beauty Bazaar and Monster Makeover Salon. At the Boulet Beauty Bazaar and Monster Makeover Salon, we have trained technicians standing by ready to scrub that brainwashed idea of beauty out of your hair and introduce you a whole new world of ugly, basically, drag, filth, whore, and glamour. Alt drag. Because if you can't be ugly, how are we going to be beautiful? Or however Swanthulis says it. <laughs> the Boulet Beauty Bazaar, if you don't look bad, we don't look good. Yep, there Ding. it is. <laughs> anyway, drag, filth, <laughs> horror, glamour. Dragula. Receive $100,000 courtesy of Bible Girl. It's my joke and I'm sticking to do -do. it. Do -do. Anyway, welcome back our monsters. Currently, we're just waiting to see. They're wondering who's going to go home and, yes, rehashing the horrors that ha were the cauldron last week. Yep. And then Zava jumps right on into Dolly's arms. It's great. Yep. Zava's back first and everyone's like, ooh, who's going to go home? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, no. Or who went home, I guess. And, of course, Hoso walks right in. Yes. Hooray! Yay! Whoopee! So now everyone's just like, well, what do we do now? Talk and talk. Congratulating Sigourney on her win. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, yes. Everyone's happy. Also, Zava basically apologizes for her bad behavior. And yes. I like her a little bit more now. Yeah, I do agree. I think that they... Well, a lot seems to have happened, um, if I can find... 
if you go listen, apparently they actually, the Boulay brothers, of course, have a podcast. Creatures of the Night, available on all listening platforms. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was their statement on there? What was their statement? They basically went through episodes one through six and basically gave, like, commentary on it. And we're not going to go through the whole um, thing. We'll just go through what was done at uh, from what they said about this specific episode. Maybe we'll go through we'll go through what they said about the whole season because they're also going to release an episode talking about the rest of the episodes once the season's over. So maybe we'll talk about it then. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good time to be able to cover it all. Cover it all. As far as episode six goes, oh no, actually episode five. Excuse me, it was episode five that cauldron that huge fight. Apparently they loved the fight, but quote don't think you know everything yet. They described the fight as the middle of the book. In the cauldron, Saint complaining about her critiques despite being in the top was, quote, a weird look for her. Yeah. Apparently, this was also the episode that Boulez had to intervene on with the remaining monsters. After the fight, the show was, quote, not fun anymore, so the production team decided to intervene. Oh. All the contestants sat down, talked about their feelings, and then the Boulez showed them their Meet the Monsters trailer to remind them why they're here. Zavaletta cried. Apparently, this set all the monster contestants back on track. I was thinking that was probably the case. And it shows. Yeah, definitely. It was a good time to finally do it. Honestly, with a good amount of the drama being purged, like in terms of emotions, and then just the most dramatic competitors being gone now, it lined up really well. And it's made some really smooth sailing with the competitors from here on out. And I like that so much more. Drama is nice, but after a certain while, it turns everything sour. So your witch's brew resembles curdled milk instead of a good cheese. Anyway, get to the main stage, motherfuckers. Let's talk about the challenge this week. Static, crackling, da 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 The Abominable Snowman. Yeti. Bigfoot. Ava Destruction. Pause for laughter. Hairy monsters like these have haunted our legends, myths, and fables for thousands of years. Many have claimed to see or smell them, but not many have lived to tell the tale. Definitely in Ava's case, smell. Yes. Oh, no, wait, I have to get the voice right. I, I want Big Boulet to hate me. All that will change tonight in our hairy monster challenge. Woo, yeah. Where you will design and create your very own hairy monster creature and model your look in this week's floor show. You can make your monster scary, campy, funny, or serious. But it must be based on the hairy monster theme. You'll be provided hair of your very own from our wig sponsor, Arta Wigs. And you can deconstruct, cut, and color the hair to use in this challenge. The winner of tonight's challenge will also receive a $1,000 Arta Wigs shopping spree. For now, return to the boudoir, but remember, if your bewiggled beast fails to the extraordinary, you may find yourself facing an army of real-life hairy beasts that will leave you scalped. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Boulay Brothers cackling, static crackling. We walk back in. Wigs, wigs everywhere. Wigs, wigs, wigs. They seem to have a lot of sponsors this season. I mean, I'd hope so. Mm-hmm. Hoso jokes. As an Asian twink who didn't know what shaving cream was until last year, I'm excited to be covered in hair. Lolly lol. Which is great, because Hoso is definitely the hairiest creature tonight. People just putting on wigs, 
let's put a wig on Dolly. Dolly's like, no, I don't want to wear a wig. And Sigourney's like, oh, come here. (laughs) Everyone is running and trying to get a wig on Dolly. And eventually Sigourney, I believe, is the victor. Sigourney does kind of manage it. Dolly's using a box. It's it's very funny. Everyone's having fun. We're not angry, yelling. No, yeah, it's very good. Oh, there's Zavaleta, Zavaleta looking like a, a, an abuela. Just being like, hi, dearie, can I get you some cookies? <laughs> it's very funny. It's like, hi, I made milk and cookies for everyone. They may be poisoned, but... <laughs> Hoso manages to look quite... I don't know, quite a lot like an anime protagonist with that pink hair. Like, that is protagonist pink. And actually, I didn't realize this. Saint is doing the voice that we would later see in the next episode. So we started out finding about the smoker voice. Oh, yeah. She Hmm. already started it when she put on that wig and said, I work at a diner and I got a problem. Oh, what the fuck was the photo I saw of the other? um... I got to see if I can find it and send it to you. Somebody basically put like what we could have gotten from the uh it was a picture i can i can remember it almost completely it was like what we could have gotten before peaches and uh the director changed some of the way they did the characters and it was a picture of like the cast except it was like hoso still the same but it was like Roz from monsters inc Ju- jennifer coolidge walter mercado the gay pre- the gay and i forget what the fourth one was I have to find it. Hold on. Here's the thing. That still sounds incredible. No, it does. But we'll get to that when we get to the next episode that yeah. I think they wanted more of a serious challenge and I prefer it a bit yeah. more comedy. But yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Anyway, so now let's get into these, what, they, uh, what they're doing. Saint immediately puts on like these pointy ears. I got to say it looks cool. I, I like the pointy ear look. Uh, Dolly and Saint take a smoke break. Actually, those are the, it makes sense that I would like those two to kind of take a break and be able to talk to one another because they both had something of the same in terms of going through resurrection and both coming back. Yep. And they bring that up. Sad about the idea of taking, you know, just because I don't smoke and I feel bad for people who do because it's, well, it gonna kill you. But I let people do what they do. Yeah. I tell you, it would get me out of a lot of breaks, which would be nice. It's like, oh, time for my smoke break. Bye-bye. It does eat up a lot of your otherwise normal break time, though. Yeah. Oh, found it. Respect to Peaches, but we were deprived of this performance. <laughs> wait, wait. Who is that for Sigourney? <laughs> oh, you've never seen that movie. It's from Young Frankenstein. I, I, I still recognize the character, though. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Yeah, you basically have Walter Mikado, Young Frankenstein Igor, the exorcist girl, Roz, and Jennifer Coolidge. Oh god. So we'll start with Dali. Dali says they want to be a troll. Trolly, trolly, trolly. Trolly, trolly. Except this is like a troll, so Hall of the Mountain King kind of troll. Hoso is going as a mothman, inspired by the rosy pink moth, apparently. Yeah, a very cute looking moth. Cute and horror as, as all. Yes. Cute and slightly horrifying, as most insects are when you zoom in up close to them. Next is Sigourney, who, um, I don't know if they actually say what they are going to be. So, Sigourney basically says that she is going off of a doodle. Like, she has this sort of pretty 
wolf woman basically saying going for like anna nicole smith anna nicole smith meets the wolf man yeah yeah i think it meets that it's not quite enough hair for that but it meets yeah it. i agree but we'll like i said we'll get to it um zavaleta's inspiration is the cat in the hat apparently i don't see it but like i said we'll get to that when the actual runway comes by tapping out her wigs to put into the bat yep there's some stuff we'll get to with her appearance when we get to the actual floor show i don't think jade or saint really said what they are yet but um if i remember correctly i'm gonna just skip to the runway there we go uh or not the runway first the intro but uh, i believe jade is krampus yes and saint is like a pan what's what's that just like what is that called like that sort of a satyr is that what it is a satyr or a fawn i believe yeah i think a fawn what the hell what's his name the one from chronicles of narnia whatever okay so satyr okay sure then that mr tumness but make it horror yeah anyway runway we get into these giant fucking wigs from the boulet brothers yeah wigs on wigs on wigs on wigs the boulets went all out on their hair they even do a little fucking runway walk like, look at us in our wigs. We're doing runways. Ooh. Like, it's just huge. Like, like I don't even know how else to describe it. Just huge hair, but not up. It's all down. It's like something an anime character would wear. You'd see in Street Fighter. This feels like something that would be in Star Wars, actually. I would, either one, but a black bodysuit and sort of metal piercings along their nose and mouth. Not even bodysuit, leotard. Yeah, leotard, excuse me. Yeah, the faces are interesting. The hair's something. The leotard is pretty unoffensive. It's the whole point is mainly the hair, and that's what they're yeah. focusing on. Anyway, it's our pleasure to welcome returning Boulet Brothers Dragula guest judge Bonnie Ahrens. Woo! They were in the last season, and I like her a lot. Uh huh. Anyway, yeah, she's happy to be at the house. And the next guest judge is, oh my goodness, it's somebody we've seen before. And we actually talked about on this podcast because they're the winner of regular season three, Land Insider. Woo! Woo! Land and welcome home, as as Juan Thula says. Welcome home. Ooh, look at me with my crown on my head. Ooh. And I bet Bonnie is very happy to be able to see Landon sitting uh, on the same side as the judge of the judges table yes, now i'm sure it's time to howl at the moon may start mess up our manes and let the floor show begin first is light ethereal flute music as our first competitor enters named saint okay i also realize this is not pan pipes this is actually a flute i thought it was pan pipes no i forgot it is, yeah flute Actually, kind of reminds me of, like, Celtic designs of yeah. satyrs. So, eh. So, basically, she has, like, those sort of... You know how um Princess Jasmine and Aladdin had those weird puffy pants? Imagine that, but it's covered in hair and made out to look like your actual legs. And then there are prosthetic shoes made to make it look like you have a extended ankle. Then you're um, standing on your toes as hooves, you know. Saints walking around with some good prosthetics. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Again, pointed ears, as I mentioned earlier. Pretty good hair. Well, on the legs and uh, wig. The action is kind of there, I think. 
It's cool. Thing is, like, I don't know if I'd say it's a monster necessarily. Is more of just like folklore. No, it doesn't have to be a monster, though. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, could just have been Ava Destruction for all we know. Like I said, it's just you know, I think it's cool. I think it looks nice, definitely, and I think it, uh, I think it works. I will agree. I think this is the same note that they've been getting, and it's sad. I don't think the performance is there. Like I very every week, I like the looks. I actually kind of like the performance it was a little bit more muted a little bit more right um... but see here's the problem i get that and yes that could work the problem is when every single performance has kind of been muted it's not necessarily a good idea to keep going in that direction true but i still like it yeah this week it worked but this is a fluke or a flute it's just let's say again i don't even know if i say it's just it's sad because again it happens again next week i think as well but i still love the looks that they bring i love everything about it it looks gorgeous i love the way they walk on the heels the sort of Mm -hmm. the only Mm -hmm. way i ever think because i remember i know it's from other things but i just remember back in the day i would see gaga with those sort of heels back in like mid like 2010 2011 where she'd have those like giant fucking twisted and that's just what it usually reminds me of or like people would like do horses and stuff or goats in this case and I just like it. I like a lot. I like everything about it. I like the hair. I like the I like the fuzzy legs. I like I like a lot of it. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah, there are a lot of um like fursuit designs that I know exist in the world that use this sort of thing. Good look. Needs a little bit more help in the performance, but Yeah, but still fine. Moving on. Next is Dolly. Oh boy. This one is um I'm underwhelmed. Okay. I'm not gonna lie, I'm bored again. Because something I've noticed, and it's, again, I'm not trying to deviate from, like, it's like, hey, you know, change it, you know, change it up, but which is what I said. And yes, they did that last time, and I was happy, but it's like, it's the same clown makeup again. I think for it just doesn't fill out for me. I think the makeup hinders it slightly in the fact that I don't see it reading as necessarily troll. No, yeah, this reads more as demon. Yeah, which we'll actually get to next week with that runway. Yeah. The thing is, a lot of troll lore, technically, they aren't supposed to be anything close to demons. They're a, they're a corruption of fair folk. It's just, it doesn't, I don't know, I just don't think it looks particularly good, personally. But again, I think the performance is good. They always, they seem to always know how to be in character for these sort of things. So the performance is usually yes. on a much higher level. Mm-hmm. So I definitely give them that. So like the opposite of Saint, really, great uh performance not so great look whereas saint was great look not so great performance yeah i think the usage of the hair was pretty good though so there's at least that next up we have sigourney beaver and it starts out really cool you see this like she's in a shroud and she's like cool darkness lifts the shroud from her head the hood just like look at me and you're like yes i'm looking at you the big reveal, the big reveal. She pulls off the coat. <gasps> Insert clip of Manila from All Stars 1 going, oh, that's it. The big reveal. Oh, that's it? <laughs> She's giving me Sun Wukong realness. I love Sigourney with all my heart. I'm still Team Sigourney out of everyone that's left, including this episode and the next. I'm one team, I want Sigourney to win. This was not your week, sis at all no no it just wasn't your week because i think also the problem was the the question had been brought up that what they wanted was bring filth or horror or whatever 
but it just felt like glamour again. And don't get me wrong, because she did bring glamour. As Dolly has said in the past, probably the best that anyone has brought glamour, period, in Dragula. And I would agree with that statement. But the problem is, that's not all there is to Dragula. No. It's drag, filth, horror, glamour. Drag, glamour? Got it. Horror, filth? I need more of it. We'll get it next week, but we're not at that episode yet. We're going to get there in a couple of minutes, but that's that week. Right here, right now, this, to me, was easily the worst of the week. I think there were two reasons. Because, again, I don't think there's enough... This was an excuse also because it's hairy monster. You don't usually think glamorous hairy monster for the most part. So I think this was also a good chance for Sigourney to get out of that box, do something horror or filthy or something. And it Mm -hmm. was a lost opportunity, unfortunately. Yeah. I still think it's gorgeous. I do enjoy... I like parts of the hair. I don't actually like the... uh, I would have liked the unibrow to just be by itself. I don't kind of like how the wig also goes into the unibrow, if you see that, where it's like... It dips yeah. the same way as the unibrow does. Yeah, that's why I compared it to Sun Wukong. That's yeah. usually how they do that makeup on live actors. Right. And then even later in the episode when they're critiquing her, it's like, well, you know, it's like, we need some, how about some hair on your muff? And she's like, I did have hair. And she like showed it like there was some hair, but they're like, that's not nearly enough. I want full giant hairy vagina. And it was just like, oh my goodness. Yeah, she needed a merkin, not puff oh we didn't i didn't even describe it it's literally like i said just big blonde wig shiny pink dress with shiny sequiny pink dress very you can tell bodysuit like she's wearing a latex like bodysuit because you can see all the wrinkles and stuff Uh, i think it's probably like some sort of cotton is it it feels that looks more wrinkly to be like a latexy type of well it was probably intentionally kind of loose so that she could thread in the hair i guess I don't know, it just feels really wrinkly for just cotton. But yeah. yeah. And also, again, I do agree with that. It's hairy monster. I don't think there's nearly enough hair. No, it's just long. Like, yeah, the hair on her head is long. But as far as like all the other types of hair that it's like in the boobage or on the arms, I don't think there's nearly enough. No. Unfortunately, wasn't your week. Still love you to death. Next up, we have somebody who, you know, I'm not going to lie. I don't think they should have been in no. the bottom. Oh, sorry. Never mind. No, you're right. No, no, no. This is Hoso. I went forward too far. I thought it was on Jade. I have to go back. Hoso is somebody who went chef's kiss. This is what I was waiting for. It's gorgeous. Now, I will say, and that's just my personal opinion, it still isn't at the level of that, like, episode one. Because for some reason, I don't know, for me, that other mother look is still the best thing I've seen in this entire show so far. Yeah. Out of all this episodes that have come, that other mother was amazing. Second place for me would be Sigourney's uh, Marie Antoinette. But first place, still, other mother. Like, mm-hmm. wow, wow. This? Easily top three. I love it. It's gorgeous. I love that it's, like, mothy. You can tell what it is. Like, it's, like, very moth, like, Yes. But it's still, like, it's got that, I don't know, it's got that flair that she does, and it's just, I love it. I don't know. There's something about it. It's cute, but scary, and just, yeah. Beard that would make any bearded queen jealous. Like, I, I this, love it, honestly. This pink wig beard is just so amazingly extra in the way that it is just so fluffy and curly. Oh, that sucks. I'm just reading about their look. Apparently, it was something. It was the most massive and heavy thing ever put on Hoso's body, which, I mean, it looks like it. Apparently, it was so enormous and a pain that they couldn't find a way to bring it back to Korea. So the show is the only documentation of it that will ever exist of that garment. Oof. Ah, damn. Apparently, um, that we'll later find out in critiques. She did go down production and be like, help me into this. I need help in this. Uh... I mean, if it's that heavy, it makes sense. I, I like it. I like it a lot. 
I would agree. I think it's just cool. Agreed. Moving on, we have, as I said previously, who I don't necessarily think should have been in the bottom. We have Jade Jolie as Krampus. I I don't know. I really think this is a good look. I think it's a good look. I don't know if it uses hair enough, yeah. but the wig, the way that the hair is used for the wig, and then um, like the fur is used on the dress is pretty nice. I kind of get what they're saying with some of it, that it was like... There could have been more performance. A lot of it, like Saints, it felt very subdued. There wasn't as much. There was a whole, like, prop that she had brought on, like, this giant thing of presents. They're like, oh, is there going to be a reveal in it? And there was really nothing. And it's like, I get it. But I don't know. I think it's just a really cool look. Yeah. And I think it does use the hair relatively well. I like the horns. I like the makeup. I like I like everything about it. I like it. It's a pretty well-crafted look. Yeah. Anyway, next up, who I think should have been in the bottom in that place. Sorry. Love with you all, but... This was not Cat in the Hat. I'm sorry. Where was the hat, first of all? There's no fucking hat. Zavaletta. And this looks nothing like any iteration of Cat in the Hat that I've ever seen. It's just crazy cat. It's literally Cat's 2019 with a baseball bat that covered in blood and hot hair. This is not even Cat... Cat's 2019 wishes they were this good. That's a disservice to both Zavaletta and Cat's. (laughs) But... Like I said, this was not the it. This was not it. This was not a good look. I don't think in any sort of form. I think, and as much as I love cats, this was not a good look. No. However, no. as I've said in the past, performance, like this is again, like with Zoe, performance was like a 10. Looks like a 2, at least in execution. But the performance knocked it out of the fucking park. And that's what Zava knows how to do, in my opinion. Like you see those performances, mm-hmm. even if, which I do appreciate, like, because they do have great looks, but then there's those times where it's like, I'm sure they think, like, maybe it looks not up to par. I'm going to perform the fuck out of this. And they absolutely do. They perform like it's yes. nobody's fucking business. So I give them they that. They ate some meat off of a spine. Like, yeah, like a bitch, spinal I column. It. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it kind of works. Yep, yep, yep. Moving on. Boulez basically talking about how Hosa was very high maintenance, having production help her get into the costume, etc., etc. They're talking to each other. I do not care. Them bringing up the fact that Jade lost someone like a family member, which is very sad. I don't want to get into it. It's, I mean, they'll get into it in the cauldron as well. I believe it was mentioned earlier. Yeah, it was mentioned earlier that yeah. um, Jade lost her cat. Makes me very sad. I lost my cat a few months ago, actually. Over 15 years. I'm very sad. Which, honestly, and they mentioned it in the cauldron too, the fact that Zavaleta dressed up like a cat is like, and they're just like, what the fuck? And it's just like, yeah, they didn't know, obviously, but it's like, oof. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's just get into... We don't need critiques, honestly. I mean, you heard our critiques. Long story short, who did good, who did bad, who did sucky, who did fucky? I don't know. Point is, we have our winner is... Drumroll, please. Hoso Teratoma! Well done, Hoso. Hi, if as far as I can tell, is a saint and... Dali, it might just be Dali. I have to see. I think it was the both of them, though, but I could be wrong. Saint got positive critiques. Yes, yeah, see, Saint got positive critiques, but I don't know if they're gonna... I have to see how it's put on the the wiki. Yeah, hi. Okay, so Hoso win, Dali Saint high, and Zavaleta, because of that performance, which, fair enough, even though I wish... I personally, I personally put look over performance sometimes, but I get it, so... Zavaletta low, mm-hmm. leaving us with a bottom two of Sigourney and Jade Jolie. Oh boy. And now we go into our monster meat grinder, but it's not a monster meat grinder tonight. No, actually it's a monster crying grinder, I guess. Compared to the last episode, 
This is just feelings and cryings and sadness, pretty much. Yeah. Jade is sad. They give hugs. Everybody's loving. It's definitely compared to last episode, it's much more love and wonderful, which is nice to see, honestly. Yeah. But yes, let's get into our extermination, where enter a room, which is actually that room you see, I believe, in some of the... From the Meet the Monsters, you'll see it. It's like a small little hallway. I think Jade's in it for the most part. But you can see it. Um, our extermination is roaches. Lots and lots of roaches. Yeah, so they have to have a bunch of roaches. Crawl just on them, put on them, drop on them from above, put on them by a production member or somebody. Honestly, and a lot of people agree, I think the roaches made Sigourney's look even better and actually more hairy beast looking almost. It just made it look cooler. Yeah, a bit. Yes, so she definitely gave what needed to be done. She gave the Scream Queen performance very enjoyable. And is we have our extermination. Jay Jolie in the barber chair getting hair clipped off by Big Boulet slowly but surely until they just don't give a shit anymore and slit her throat. Yep, almost a monster, they say. But, you know, they love her, and I hope she'll come back another time. Mm-hmm. Any hoozle. That'll do it for us, but not really. Because we're gonna say goodbye, but then immediately not be goodbye. It'll be like we've never left, except it'll sound like the start of an episode, but we promise it's not, but we want it because it's funny and I want to do another intro. Because this is a science fiction double feature. And if I could do as many of these intros as I could, I would. So we're gonna say, unpleasant dreams until right now. Okay, recording. Again! Can you tell me your name? These nuts? <laughs> Welcome back! Did you miss us? You were gone for so long. About ten seconds. <laughs> we're back. Yeah. And it's time for the seventh episode of the Boulet Brothers Dragula, season four. Exorcist Sisters. An acting challenge. Yeah. Though not in a good way, in my personal opinion, but we'll get to that. No. No. Anyways. Uh, we have this intro scene, which, yeah, I'm not going to lie, this is one of those times where, again, I don't think it actually really made that much sense to me. It wasn't necessarily funny, but it didn't really have much of a purpose other than taking a giant hairy daddy priest and making him basically naked while the Boulet brothers just basically possess him and make him use and abuse their slave for some just for some car keys or something i guess uh i think it's for the keys to the back room where they uh do the extermination of the contestant oh, yeah. where they extermination oh fair enough but yeah they're just like here Ooh, bo- small boulet is having fun time with hairy man Ooh, yeah at least it didn't overstay its welcome too much i it's whatever honestly They've been hit or miss this season. I think more hit than miss, but some of them have been... Like that first episode, I still can't get over. I hated that first episode one. Uh, That was way too long. I agree. They made up for it. They made up for it. Second episode was great. Third episode was great. Yeah. Uh, Fourth episode was meh because I don't think it really just made that much sense. It wasn't that funny to me other than the bitch pudding cameo. Um, Episode five was um, meh. Episode six was fun. This one was meh. 
What the fuck? I don't even remember what episode six was. Oh, that's right, the commercial. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. I don't remember what episode fives was. That was the the witchy, the the ghosty, the in the ocean. Oh yeah. I actually like that one. I thought it was whatever. I don't know. I just prefer funnier stuff, honestly. When they do comedy, I think it's great. Fair. Anyway, as we walk into the boudoir again, there's just more shit on the table. It seems like they have shit on the table every week at this point. Yeah. There was Fangoria magazines one week. There was, uh, what the fuck was on the table last week? Art of Wigs. Or last episode. No, that was after they came back. Oh. I forget. There was. I feel like there was something on there before, but maybe not. I don't think so. Anyway, today it's Dread, which is apparently a horror production company. Apparently they made the movie, I'm assuming they, I don't know if, I'm assuming they made the movie Terrifier. I don't actually know. I think so. That's the only movie I recognize that from the ones on the poster. I actually know Dread, Art the Clown. Um, but yes, are we going to be a movie star? I don't know. I'm ready for my close-up. All Dolly knows is that if he had been, you know, actually in the first episode, that would have been his monster. Yeah. Which, honestly, I could have seen it. Yeah, that would have worked. Anyway, who do we believe is coming back, they wonder. Pretty much everyone's in agreement that it's Sigourney, because Jade's just seemed defeated after last episode, sadly. You know, and I get it. And then Dolly's seeing like, yes, Sigourney brings glamour to the table. And Sam's like, what about me? And it's like, well, fuck your glamour. But yeah, see, they say (laughs) there's no one in the franchise where that's been like the forefront of their drag, which honestly I agree with. I'd say maybe the closest would probably be like Melissa from season one Mm -hmm. and probably James from season two. Yeah. And then, of course, here comes uh, Sigourney sneaking her way in and they're like, yay, baby beaver. Of course, we're sad that Jade is gone. We're all shad, but at this point, I'm glad it's, again, much more loving than it is just, oh, god damn it, they're back. Gross. Yeah. Like it was, I remember they'd be like, oh, shit, you're back. And then it's funny, they're like talking about the extermination. They're like, was it bad? It's like, oh, yeah, there was roaches. But the, also, the lighting was horrible. It was overhead lighting. It was horrible. I don't care about the roaches. The fucking lighting. <laughs> Attention competitors. Attention competitors. Oh no, it's time to go back inside. The final five. It's the final five. It's the final countdown. Okay, copyright strike. I mean, if we ever put this on YouTube again. (laughs) No way. Welcome, heathens, and congratulations to making it this far in the competition. For tonight's challenge, you'll be starring as a character in our short, short parody of The Exorcist called The Exorcisters. You have to assign roles, rehearse the script, and create costumes for the entire short together. It's a full-on production, and you're all responsible for it. As a second part to this week's challenge, you must design and create an original demon-themed look and model it on the main stage during the floor show. You can take your demon design in any direction you choose, but we want to see your unique style of drag presented in the final product. Here to help you get ready for your close-up will be special guest and esteemed drag director and former Dragula judge, Peaches Christ! Yay! She'll be giving hands-on acting tips, helping you rehearse and direct your short. Your horror shorts tonight are sponsored by independent film studio Dread, whose executives will be on hand watching your productions as they develop. As a special reward for this week's episode, the winner of the challenge will have the opportunity to appear on the silver screen in an upcoming Dread movie production. 
To kick the challenge off, we've arranged a special fright feat this week in honor of Peach's Christ. We're having a Peach's Christ eyebrow challenge. So it's your job to give us the biggest, most chunky, glittered, rainbow-layered eyebrows that the world has ever seen. We want full rainbow caterpillar from hell realness. Remember, my perverted little parishioners, this is a hell of a challenge, and while the prize may be heavenly, the punishment, should you fail, will see you cast into a pit of eternal darkness, where you may never catch your breath. Boy, do they mean it. This is honestly the worst extermination challenge I've probably... No, that this and jumping out of an airplane are probably the two worst challenges I've ever seen. Jumping out of an airplane, at least? Like, there are waivers you have to sign... If you are unhealthy and unable to do it in any way, you will not do it. Mm. In this regard, though, um, this is worse. Yeah, I think they're both terrible, but whatever. Anyway, it's Peaches. They're back in the boudoir with Peaches entering. You've heard the challenge. Peaches looking stunning, by the way. Yes, her eyebrows go all the way from New York to back. It's time to do the eyebrows. Basically, next couple of minutes of them putting on their eyebrows while Peaches walks around and stalks them and Sigourney making faces. Yes, it is very funny. Just Peaches interacting with the cast is, it's gold. I love it. Yes, but Peaches basically goes around and just stares at all of them like, What are you doing now? What are you doing now? Ooh, what are you doing? Dime's up. Drop the brushes. Rejoin us at the coffin. Let's see what we see. So first is Dolly looking more John Wayne Gacy than Peaches Christ. Yeah. Loves Sigourney, or Hosos, but the angles are all wrong. Hosos, or Hosos, excuse me, Sigourneys are literally caterpillars. Though Peaches thought it's barbed wire, but they're actual insects with happy faces. Saints is art, right? It's correct, but not high enough or big enough. Leaving us with the winner, Zavaleta. And now... We've got scripts and some guy from Dread, I think, and yep. giving out scripts and basically being like, it's time to assign. It's the Exorcisters. So long story short, because like I said, we don't, we're already over time. We've got the signed roles. Zava as the priest. Hoso as the priest's assistant. Saint as mother number one or another number two. I don't remember. Did you just say Hoso was the priest's assistant? I thought I said, I keep, I don't know why I did that. I did that earlier with the eyebrows. So Gorney yeah. as the priest's assistant. Yes. I just think, well, because again, I mean, spoilers, but again, y'all listen to the episodes at this point. Hoso wins the challenge, so that's all I'm thinking about at this point is just like, Hoso, Hoso, Hoso. I keep thinking, yeah, it's Hoso because they do so well. But yes, uh, Sigourney is the priest's assistant. Hoso is the young teen ingenue Zob possessed demon rat. And then the two mothers being Dali and Sigourney. Nope, I did it again. That one Dolly was because insane. it's... No, that's because it's S's. I keep fucking this up. Because okay, that one like, makes sense, but... Can't help it. I just... I've got all I mean, at least they were sit- standing next to each other. <laughs> they were standing next to each other because I'm just like, okay, it's Saint. No, wait a minute. It's Sigourney. God damn it. Stop standing next to each other. I can't do this. It's bad enough. I can barely remember any of their names in the first place. My brain don't uh-huh. fit so well. Yeah. Zappaletta actually chose the roles pretty well for everyone. Yes, they they did agree to be like, I could be shady, but fuck it, I'm not in the mood to be shady again. Let's just do it. And it's like, cool. Because again, I think a lot of people, this time around, they're not fighting anymore. They're just like, fuck it, we're going to have fun. Yeah, and that's what their characters really were going to be going into this. So we mentioned how their characters were something. Different. And then they got a lot of notes from Peaches and the 
producer guy. Yeah, basically we had, like, Dolly doing a sort of Jennifer Coolidge, white mom, oh, you look like the 4th of July. Oh, makes me want a hot dog real bad. (laughs) I love Jennifer Coolidge. Icon. And uh, Saint doing, basically, like I said, Roz from Monsters, Inc. Oh, I've been smoking 20 packs a day. Ow. Oh, daughter of mine. Oh, no. Oh, Marty. Hoso pretty much got no notes. Sigourney pretty much got no notes. Both of their characters were spot on. And then um, Zava went really gay, and they were like, take it a little less gay. And they were like, okay. And that's basically all the notes that were given. Theme on the runway is demonic. (laughs) Welcome our boule demon people. I was gonna say kings, but they don't, or queens even. It, but it, I don't, I don't honestly like. I don't think they look like rulers. They like it's like we stole these crowns and then we ran away. Like it doesn't give me like because it's just like again, it's leotard, sort of Dracula cape, and then like headpiece that I feel like I've seen them wear before at some point. Yeah, what was it that they reminded me of when they were in the lighting? I mean, they personally remind me of Landon. A little bit. A little bit, actually. I get that. I definitely see that headpiece as something that Landon would wear as one of their, like, oh, it was that, um, what the fuck character? That first week, I think. First or second, no, first week, I think, when they were, uh, that Murking, I think, or whatever. Was that Do you the first that? week or one of the later weeks? No, I think that was the first week. It was the look they were wearing pants, and, like, the top half was great, and then the pants part wasn't so great. I think that was the first week, yeah. Maybe. And I'm pretty sure that was the sort of same headpiece. Anyway, let's introduce our guests for today. Here to help us judge this week's challenge is the one of the stars of Ash vs. the Evil Dead. I'm going to say it right here. Like, people, they said the star of Ash vs. the Evil Dead. If it was the star of Ash vs. the Evil Dead, it would have been Bruce Campbell, but it's not. It's one of the stars of Ash vs. the Evil Dead, Ray Santiago. Yes. You're going to have the star of Ash vs. the Evil Dead. You're going to have fucking Ash. Yeah. Anyway, yes, Ray Santiago. Also, we have activist, actor, and star of Freaky, Misha Osherovich. Mm-hmm. Let's get into our movie. We have Hoso as the teen, Dali as Mother One, Saint as Mother Two, Zavaleta as the priest, and Sigourney Beaver as the assistant. I have to say, by the way, whoever made this title sequence, I get what you were going for, but also there comes a point where you are doing it a little too much i think it just reads as blair witch yeah it wants to be blair witch but it doesn't feel like it's done well enough for it we open up on our we have the bed we have hoso laying in bed doing i think a great performance personally oh god yes saint and dolly no that's not dolly that's bitch put in <laughs> it's, it's dolly but honestly i was just like is that is that just another bitch cameo when is dolly supposed to come in i'm like oh, i know i know it was it was honestly kind of funny with that wig i, the I thought it was skin, great but then we realized wait no that's dolly no i i knew it was dolly but i was just like oh it's bitch for a second and i was like mm. oh wait 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 wait! i just realized i knew i recognized that sweater oh my god saint is wearing lots of uh sweater from the oh, last yeah. episode oh my god but watching these episodes back to back now, it, it adds up it's like, now. Hey, okay. Sis, can I borrow this for a second? Thanks. Let me just take this. Woo. I'm really not going to go into this too much. I'm going to say this was a shitty performance, all, all in all. 
I'm not going to lie. Hoso and Sigourney were probably the best of the bunch, in my opinion. Oh, God, yes. Zelda had one good line, but then everything else was kind of crappy. Saint was fine, and then Dolly was just like... Yeah. Like, out of everything, if I had to go in order of, like, worst to worst, I would say Dolly was the worst, then Zava with one saving line, but at the end of the day, there's got to be bottoms. Saint, then Sigourney, and then by a large margin, margin, Hoso. Yep. I have to get to the line, because like I said, it's just, like, fighting, fighting, Hoso being really good. So, like I said, there's one good line from Zava, and it's Zava walking in, so it's uh, they go, uh, Saint starts, my child is, and Zava just turns around and goes, gay. And Saint's like, no, possessed. Oh. It's the way they turn around, though, because it's just like... Also, wait, no, 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 because I don't know if you clocked this the first time when I was watching it. Did you see? Look what's on Zava's necklace. I didn't realize it at first. Look at the ne- <laughs> Look at the necklace. Or the, like, rosary beads. Look at it very closely. Oh my god, that cross is a dildo. It's a dildo. Oh my god, that dildo makes a reappearance later, by the way. It does, but I wanted you, you didn't notice that the first time, but yes. No, I did not. Uh-huh. No, this is the second time, because you also didn't notice, like, when it was, same thing, I think it was, no, that was Jade, but still, like, you didn't notice the Cabbage Patch titties, and you didn't notice the dildo. <laughs> this dildo is very well hidden, I will say, but, like. I saw it, I well, I didn't notice it at first either because I wasn't paying attention, but as soon as they mentioned it, I noticed it immediately. But yeah, I think one great line in the line delivery is, my child is gay. In my opinion, that's the only good line. Again, I prefer uh, whatever hunchback of Igor that Sigourney is doing with this. Very gollum. It pleases us, master. It's the old language. It's the only tongue the fiend responds to. The child has been baptized and has been swallowed by darkness. <laughs> yeah, so basically um, acting, 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 twist ending where the priests and people turn out to be evil too and da 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 da, da but it's whatever. And also I would, you can't see it. We are not a visual medium, but you'll know the reference because I'm about to say it. That very specific scene, if y'all know Drag Race and Dragula, you know it, where it's Carson in that heavy, dark eye makeup, specifically. I don't remember. I think it's from... No, it ha- No, it's not from... Uh, I don't know what acting challenge it's from. Is it from season six? No. Carson wasn't a judge on... I know Carson wasn't a main judge on season six, but were they a guest judge that episode? I don't think they were. I don't remember what episode it was. I, it was either the season six horror challenge, like, acting episode, or it was season nine where they were doing the acting challenge, I think. But it was that thing. You can tell they have, like, heavy arm makeup, but they clap, and it's just like... And it's only Carson clapping. Only clapping. You'll know the scene, but we're just going to include it because that's personally how I felt about the acting challenge. Me too. Anyway, now it's time to start the demon ritual. Let the summoning begin. (laughs) First up is Dali. I'm whelmed. I will admit, I'm glad they wore a dress. I'm less than whelmed. I'm actually kind of bothered by this. Like, I think, here's the thing. I don't think it fits, because I don't think the Cenobites are necessarily a demon. I think it reads more as a Cenobite than a demon. It reads way more as Cenobite than demon. I don't see demon at all. I just don't, uh, it's not my thing. Again, the clown makeup. I just like the fact that it's different in terms of, it presents a more like wearing 
you know, they went out of it wearing sort of a dressy kind of thing instead of just being like, here's another suit or coat, uh, overcoat and hat, you know? Yeah. So I appreciate that, but I do agree. It's also, like I said, somebody found a post. Oh, I can find it and I'll send it to you. But they tend to do a lot of the same thing. And that's another problem I have, including the clown makeup. They have, hold on, I sent it to Lemon. Hi, Lemon, if you're watching this or listening to this, I said hi. Actually, that's how I get, that's how I should start saying if I just mention people's names and say, hey, I mentioned you, go listen to my podcast. (laughs) How their looks all tend to have, from the six looks we've seen so far, clown makeup and brown leather. Five out of the six looks were, had brown leather. Six out of the six looks had clown makeup. And that's kind of unfortunate. It's a lot of the same. Yep. Like a lot, a lot of the same. Like I said, I appreciate that it was slightly different. Because I do admit it's definitely, it's different in terms of like the silhouette that was given, I think. Uh Uh-huh. Compared to everything else that was here. So I do appreciate that a lot. And the face is at least a little different because of all the speckling. Mm -hmm. And the mustache. Anyway, we're talking way too much about this. Moving on. We have uh, Zavaletta with a big boobied wing demon that gets fucked up by their wings. Apparently it wasn't. I guess I thought it was part of it, but I don't know. They said it wasn't part of it, but I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, I was thinking it was even originally supposed to be part of it, but it like, just that's what I thought. the wings were coming off. But oh, I just realized they also had the dildo on there as well. I didn't realize a that. A different dildo, but yes. I just saw the boobies the first time. I never actually noticed that. Yep. Oh my goodness. But yeah, just big boobies and a penis. That hooked dildo. Yeah. And horns. I mean, it's fine. It's it's a bodysuit, but I think it's the wings not being on it definitely ruin it, I think, a lot. I think the shape works okay without the wings. Yeah, but I think the wings definitely helped a lot. And then after getting gotten rid of, it definitely does. It's another time where it's like, you should have kept your wings. But I think it fucked him up at some point. But anyway, let's move on to somebody who I definitely think redeemed themselves in terms of needing a horror, filthy look. Sigourney Beaver. Hooray! Playing Lilith. Uh, From what I remember them saying, they were basically Lilith. Uh Uh-huh. Now, it seems apparently they had a problem with their baby prop being, like, tangled and stuff. But I didn't really notice it that much. But I saw... I don't know. It was. I love it. Not that much on the floor show when it was edited down for us. No. Yeah, and it still doesn't. And I agree. Like it's just a piece of fabric, kind of. Like, but I don't know. It just looks cool. It looks horror. It looks great. I love everything about this. Is it simple? Yeah. But at the same time, it's different. It's what was given. They asked for something like this, and she gave it, in my opinion. And I definitely think it helps because now that I think about it, pretty much every week she's had those like white eye horror contacts and she finally changed up and you see like red contacts. And I think it changes the look entire a lot. Oh, yeah. It takes it from a nine or like even an eight to a nine. Yeah, I love it. I love everything about it. I love the hair. I love I love the look. Yes. Again, do I agree that it's somewhat simple? It's just like a nice piece of cloth or fabric on. stuff. yes. But I think it works. Yeah. I think it's cool. I think it's what's given. I don't know. People can play. People like it. Some people don't like it. It's whatever. Anyway, next up we have Hoso Teratoma. Still not entirely sure what the... Ins- they basically like... I forget what they said the inspiration was. I can see if I can look it up. A demon who makes deals. But like a lot of people... It was really funny. A lot of people were basically saying Sora because they have a giant keyblade. <laughs> Demonic Sora. Ah, here it is. So you got it, girl. Could you shut up a second? Um... I'm so sorry. You know what, Brenda? 
Shut the f up. Be quiet. That's what it's wrong with you. Stop it. If they would have just said, did you keep it down? I said I felt. What the fuck? The character is inspired by the little demon from Soul Eater, Alistair from Has Been Hotel, classic demon imagery of pop culture, and Beetlejuice. All right, yeah. And I'm also just going to say, I mean, it's great. I love it. You basically got a stitched together suit. I see, and the thing is, I see, I don't, I've never actually watched Soul Eater, unfortunately, so I don't know that specific reference, but I've seen Has Been Hotel. I get Alistair, definitely demon imagery. I see that. And I definitely get the Beetlejuice. Like, it has that campy feeling of Beetlejuice for sure. Uh huh. Like, she has, like, she uh, casted middle fingers and plast of her, like, middle finger and put them on her head, basically just flipping off everybody in every direction. A stitched-together bodysuit sort of looking suit. It's, I love everything about it. Painted red for filth. Thank you. Uh Uh-huh. Painted red for, especially, like, a Japanese demon sort of look. The teeth around the eyes. Oh, yeah, those eye teeth. Um, Like, those are basically some prosthetic, not even goggles, but just, like, eye sockets oh i just noticed look she's got uh she's got the she's got honeycomb eyes too she's becoming a boulet she stole them from boulets and said here i'm gonna i'm gonna steal these i'll get them back to you i love it i think for her this is two in a row great weeks great say it again still for me it's not number one of you know number one is always so far the other mother but this is easily like top five. So far, for me, I think my top five is in order of just person. Hoso, Sigourney, Hoso, Hoso, Saint. And I know exactly what looks you're talking about, too. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll go over it, honestly. Like, towards the finale episode, we'll just go over our top personal top five best or top ten, honestly. Don't feel like doing the worst looks because it's like, whatever. It's too much hate and stuff anyway uh great look from hoso very excited from what they've been bringing the last couple of episodes love it anyway moving on we have saint oh i love this they're an angel it's just like i mean their whole brand is being the saint and it's just like i love everything about this it's gorgeous and again continuing the same critiques of not enough performance but i just i don't know there's so much great look i don't care that the performance is subdued it's angelic and white and beautiful, Except like for the angel eyes, mixed with like this horror. Red. Well, that's what I'm saying. The red, the red heart, the red eyes. It's just like Saint really knows how to mix this and make it beautiful and uh-huh. fashion and just fuck. I love everything about this. This is why I love Saint. You know, even if they're not, because I don't think they needed to. For me, they haven't had to because I think they proved that they were a performer back on Resurrection. And here they're just like, fuck you. I'm gonna be fucking gorgeous and serve looks, which they're doing. And it's just, yeah, that's what I love. I mean, they did that on Resurrection too, but they're doing it here on an even bigger scale with all these looks. And I, I love it. I love this look. Here's my thing. For me personally, after, because you know, take the acting challenge and the look into consideration. I think for me. I think it flops, it swaps. So I think before, with acting, it was, I think, yeah, what was it? Um, Dali, Zava, Saint, Sigourney, Hoso. I think the only really thing I would probably switch would be Saint and Sigourney. Just because I, between the two, as much as I do, I said about uh, Sigourney's, I like Saint's look more. Everything went down as it's supposed to, except I don't agree with the critique of, um, but they do basically as it comes out we have hoso winning getting their acting challenge yes and the first contestant to get two wins yes uh saint is also safe and may leave the stage leaving 
unfortunately, Zava, Sigourney, and Dali in the bottom. Although I personally wouldn't have pinned Sigourney in the bottom, but whatever, I'm not the Boulet brothers. Mm-hmm. So now the cauldron is honestly, everyone's tense, but not like drama tense, just like shit, any of us could go home. It could be anybody, who the fuck knows, but we're all still, you know, trying to stay calm and happy. Like, even they're like, you know, you know, hey, I'm glad I met you, you know. Yeah. Like, shit, I can't believe I might go home. One of us might go home, and I just won you over, Zava. It's so sad, and everyone's, like, laughing. But at the end of the day, it's their decision. And then I think they also mention something that I really appreciate. This cast, just this top five alone, is such a diverse fucking cast in terms of what it is and just shows how, in my opinion, it's much better than Drag Race at casting these, you know, whole people like in this top five alone we have a cisgendered woman uh the black queen we have a mexican queen latina queen or latino queen excuse me we have an asian queen and a non-binary performer in dali as basically as she puts it uh because i think hoso was the one who i'm trying to see who was the one who brought it up first i think it was hoso bringing it up and then because it started with just like, you're awesome, we're awesome. And then it's like, well, no, wait, you're also awesome. And you're also awesome. And you're also awesome. Holy shit. We're all fucking awesome because of how different we all are. Yeah, there's a Which great variety to this cast. With. The only thing they aren't variable on is quality. Wait. What? Well, I was about to say. I think they're all quality is good, honestly. Like, yeah, they yeah. all have hiccups. But honestly, like they said, Hoso said, I genuinely have no idea who's going home. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Anyway, let's get to this extermination because holy fucking shit, this fucking extermination challenge. They basically are put in front of a latex sucking wall. I forget. It's like a vacuum wall. Okay, yes. So the whole point is that you are pressed up against a wall with a bunch of little holes and it is hooked up to a vacuum. You are then roped up against the wall with this first thing that drops down on you. And then, and then, there is a second layer that is latex that is put down on top of you. And then the suction comes. And then the vacuum starts. And holy shit, you can literally see it. It's like they've been vacuum sealed like meat. That is what it is. And it's fucking terrifying to watch. The only thing that keeps them alive is the occasional little puffs of air back into where they are. I mean, look. Like, holy shit, like, Sigourney does not move pretty much. Dolly is the one who moves the most. You'd think they'd go home if you'd taken that into account. But, like, Zavaleta moves a bit, but Sigourney barely moves at all. Oh, my all. God, yeah. It's fucking terrifying, honestly. I hate thinking about it. Yeah. I don't even want to think about it anymore because I still watch and I'm like, motherfucker. They said, you know, it's like, here, have, another, have a little bullfight. Have a, you know, we'll redo something from season one. Or we'll just have a rocky, you know, it's like, yeah, it's not bad. It's like, you know, it's not fun, but it's like... Roaches. No, we're just going to suffocate you, literally. Extermination time. We get to our... The sheet is pulled back. They're in the back room, and Savaleta is the next queen to go. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, that's actually two throat slits in a row. No, this isn't a throat slit. This is a suffocation. Oh, I thought they did. Oh, that's right. She's suffocated by a rosary. Oh, you know what? Because she's bleeding. They show blood from down there. That's why I thought it was... Oh... Uh... Yeah. Yeah, you see all the blood? It's because it's cutting into her throat. Okay, yeah. All right. But yes, and Zavaleta is the next to go. The candle burns out. Four monsters remain. Road to the finale, basically, is next week. We'll be there. Holy shit. We are getting there. 
It's already episode seven. Mm-hmm. That's right. Three more episodes to go. Shit. Anyway, this has been going on far too long, so we gotta end it. This has been... Yai Smith! And Andrew B. Signing off until the next episode comes out, when we will review it again and put it out again. And until next time, unpleasant dreams. For real this time. Have I told you about taking over my line? We do not own claim ownership of, or desire for ownership of, contained or referenced clips and copyrighted content. They are the property of their trademark and copyright holders. 2K's Dragcast is co-founded and co-hosted by me, Guy Smith, and Andrew B. Editing and showrunning by Guy Smith. Community management by Andrew B. Intro music is Cold Rise by Gunnar Olsen, and the outro is Basewalker by Kevin McLeod. You can find us at our links in the description for my and Andrew's YouTube channels and our website, 2GaysDragcast.wordpress.com. You can additionally find all of our content as well as all the places where you can find our podcast at 2GaysDragcast.anchor.fm. We are an independent production. Sharing the podcast with your friends is the best way to support the show. Leaving ratings and reviews on your podcast platform of choice are also extremely helpful. Thank you so much for listening in. Until next time, sweet nightmares.